Hello, and welcome to Karen Global's Rockpile Podcast. You know, if you've ever struggled with your calling, I encourage you to join Oma and Lewis, that's me, two weathered, unlikely characters, for sure, who walk out their journey in real time from business, family, ups and downs, out into the technology space and outreach. It'll be interesting, and we hope it'll be fun. Well, we'll try. Buckle up, let the games begin. Greetings and welcome. Welcome. This is Oma. And I'm Lewis, and this is episode five of the Karen's Rock, Rock Pile, Pile Podcast. Podcast. And just so you know, we are out, come out every Tuesday um, in the morning, so it's a weekly podcast. And we thank you for sticking with us, and uh, we appreciate your comments and your feedback. Thank you for any reviews that you do, and help us, Lord, to, uh, Lord, yeah, help us, Lord, to do this good. And we appreciate your help in helping us to, and to fine tune it by by your com your comments. And so, Oma, what's the spotlighted mission organization of the week? That would be One for Israel. And that is a community of Jewish and Arabs together who are reaching out and they're working for evangelism and discipleship training and they have a Bible college and they're, they do outreach. Yeah, they do outreach. And um, they work within Israel. They do. And they also, don't they have a, uh, a news cast or some sort of a news? Well, or? they have a, they do have a media platform in which they do testimonies okay. and they share testimonies. They share innovations that are new, that's coming out. They share um, what they're doing, the new things that are happening. And you can find them on YouTube and different places. And their website is one for the, the word F-O-R. Israel.org. Dot org. And I guess in 1990, they started off as a Bible college, and it's basically they've expanded out as a, a you know multifaceted ministry in that area, reaching yes. people of, in Israel of yeah. different ethnic groups. Yes, they have. Oh, well, praise well God. Worth, well worth looking into. Yes, absolutely. You know, absolutely. You know, so we want to bring, you know, spotlight these different groups, and, you know, so there's people will know what the opportunities are out there if they may not have heard of them. That's right. So today we want to do something just a tad bit different, only in the sense of we want to start off with, you know, each week we've been talking about certain types of things, but we want to make sure that we, you know, we, you know, set this in, you know, a biblical reference because that's what we're about. This, you know, basically we want to, to, to show um, what God is doing, not only in our lives, but in other people's lives as well, and help build the faith of people, right? Yes, right. So we're going to start with Hebrews 11.1, 1, and I'm sure it's very familiar to many of you. It's, now faith is confidence in what we hope for, and assurance is about what we do not see. And the reason that's important is that if you've listened to the last four episodes, the reoccurring theme here is stepping out and, uh, you know, not being afraid to take a step. And let me just kind of give you an example. You know, what, uh, recently, oh, I guess about a year ago, many years ago, not that many, but Many, a many, few, a few, farther than <laughs> last week. Um, I did a mud run, and I'm sure you're familiar with that. It's an obstacle course, and being ex-military, I kind of figured out what the obstacles are. But it's a little more difficult when I'm a lot older than I was when I yeah. was in the military. When you were going through training as a yeah. But one man. of the last obstacles was a uh, an elevated obstacle that had a half wall you had to climb over, and on the other side you had a platform you had to jump off into a water ditch. And when I came over the the wall there was a young lady probably about 15 or 20 years younger than I am and uh, at the time and she was just standing there 
So I looked over at her and asked her, what's the issue? And she said she was afraid to jump. It's too high. Well, I looked down. It was only like three feet from the top of the platform. So I looked at her and I said, well, I sat down on my posterior. And I said, why don't you sit down? So when she sat down, I said, well, how far is it now? And she said, oh, it's not that far. I said, well, yeah, it's a lot different when you're standing up. You're five foot something. And you add that extra. No, so totally vision. different view. Different Absolutely. View. And then I, she, she sat there and I, she said, well, I don't know how deep the water is. I said, well, it's got to be deep enough so you don't hurt yourself. So I flipped over and I scooted down and I dropped and I literally dropped into the water. It was basically up to you know mid chest. I said, so why don't you do that? And she did exactly what I did, jumped in the water, laughed, and we got out of the water, and she said thank you and squeezed my arm and ran off. I never saw her again. The point is sometimes we are afraid to step out because we see it a certain way, and instead of reframing it, we freeze. Yes, it's easy to do. Yeah, so what happened was once she started to look at it differently, that little step that she took to sit down and then to crawl over the thing and get in the water— those two steps made that what she thought was impossible, possible. Yes. So isn't that what God does in our lives? I mean, isn't that what we should be doing in the sense of stepping out? Isn't that what we're trying to communicate through these, at least these four, um, is to just to take a baby step? You know, like, but like you related the other day, back to Romania, you know, not everything necessarily is all smooth sails. There are times where things get kind of scary, right? Right. I remember one afternoon, none of us had a interpreter. So we decided we're going to go look at Bucharest and just look around. So we went out. So you're going to just be a sightseer. Sightseer. In the middle of a, middle of a country that just yeah. came from communism. Communism. Yeah, 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 yeah. We were totally naive. So we we did the underground, the, the subway, and we came up in uh, Victoria Square and we just started looking around the city. Well, at one point, we saw these beautiful, oh, beautiful buildings, and we saw, oh, we got to take a picture in front of these. And we did notice it said that they were foreign, um, what's it? Embassies. Embassies. And we took pictures and, and stood there. And, and so you were on Embassy <laughs> Row, basically. Yes, I was. So it turns out that, that evening, um, my embassy calls me and says, oh, my gosh, what are you doing taking pictures in front of a couple embassies yeah, that this is- embassy that is not really an ally of the You're- Americans? So, or Canadians. For that yeah, yeah. And so that kind of. Didn't they say something like, are the you really that you know, stupid? Yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah, they did. They did. I guess they, they were. They huh? definitely rebuked me. But it wasn't long after that that they actually called me. Right. And they, before that, you got a visit. I did. Well, what happened was, I mean, if you can imagine this, you're sitting there in a place, you know, all by yourself, and, and a door opens, and people come in, and they show you that they have a weapon, and they walk around, they search place, and then they leave, and you just sit there. Well, <laughs> that kind of thing is common. And yeah, it, at it, that time, it, it's common. It, it was very common. That's I had been warned. Anyway, yeah. yeah, I had been warned earlier that 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 is common, and so things like that really do happen. Remember to people. when we were going to that lady's that doctor's uh, apartment, and we knocked on the door, and about five oh, people yes, opened their doors Doña. and looked at us. Yes, we we went to a doctor named Doña, and she was a pediatrician, and 
we had gone up to see her and when we knocked on her door about seven or eight other doors on that same floor all opened their door just, just a crack see, just, just a crack just to see who it is and <laughs> i mentioned it when we came inside you know of her place that's and why. she goes oh you know that's just completely normal everybody does that because everybody wants to know what's going on because it affects all of us right right, right? yeah because yeah. if this special police shows yeah. up they want to exactly. know too <laughs> exactly yeah. yeah and um so later, my embassy calls. and This is yeah, at night. This is at night, right? Not, not Wakes just, me up. Not, no. not like, yeah. And this is not regular telephone system like an American would be used to back in the 90s. You know, this was a telephone system. They, per, they, they completely control. controlled it. Right. And so the phone rang. Um, I, I think, actually, another person answered and then woke me up and said, hey, it's for you. It's your embassy. <laughs> it's, not your, yeah, it's your embassy. <laughs> it's not the Canadian embassy. So, and they were calling to say, look, there is a red flag and you need to come if you want to be evacuated you need to come down here to be safe because we cannot evacuate you in case of emergency if you're not here that's like what about 11 o'clock 12 o'clock oh it's like one. Oh, okay well, i mean it's in the middle of the night <laughs> so um i get dressed i take off and of course it's pitch black and you walk all the way to the subway i walk all the yeah, way it's not like they got to the undercraft right no there's nothing so i went through the subway um there was one person who went the opposite way as soon as they saw me took off well, going they knew to, you're uh, foreigner. They yeah didn't get yeah arrested. they didn't want anywhere near some <laughs> weird foreigner with blonde hair right so i go through the subway get up to um, victoria square I cross over in front of the Hotel International over to my embassy. And I spent basically the night there in the embassy. And I got to know a lot of people. And so that really pays off later. Because I got to know people so that when I really needed it, I was able to go back to the embassy, have have a meeting so that I could exchange clothing. And I was able to get, get that done. That was later on. So it was a nice so, way that... That God uh, yeah. provided, orchestrated. In he that totally sense. protected me. Yeah. yeah. He protected me getting there, protected me all night long. Never did have to eva- evacuate. Right. Um, those some uh, upper crust, whoever they were, they were, because I, I heard the helicopter, but um, we were not. No. And um, everything calmed back down. They said, okay, you can go home. Go back to where you were. <laughs> I went back to where we were, uh, and another day started. I yeah. mean, so that was it. So the emphasis here is when, you know, when we're out doing things that we believe God has called us to do, that not mm-hmm. necessarily means that trouble won't be there around us or people won't cause trouble, or, but we know that God is in the middle of it. Yes, God is in the middle of it, and he will help us and be with us always. Yeah, because, you know, think back, we've talked about this before. Look at uh, Joseph. You know, the Bible says that God was with him, yeah. blessed him, and prospered him. Yes. But yet he ended up in prison. Yeah, so, you know, he had to be afraid. I mean, you think about it. I was afraid. Yeah. I was afraid all the way through that. Right. And it's okay to be afraid. Yeah. That's, that's and it's a normal, okay. That's a normal. But do it afraid. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the difference between the lady standing on the, the not moving platform yeah. and not Frozen. moving, you know, you have to take those steps. Yeah. Because when they say you have to leave, well, you could have stayed there and you don't know what would have happened. That's true. Right. But instead you took this said, okay, I'm yeah. believing that I need to do with this. Yeah. And you, even though you're afraid, you stepped out and did it anyway. Yeah. And so just like you, you know, d- stepped out, it was one step at a time. You went to here, you went to the subway, you got to the embassy. Mm-hmm. You still had to go back. I did. And, you know, that went through my mind is the fact that, well, how crazy is this? You know, you're having me leave the shelter of a house. <laughs> oh, the embassy. Oh, yeah, shelter you of know, the house. You yeah. shelter of the house when there's a warning out that, 
you might be kidnapped. And I thought, well, here I am out in the open. Right. <laughs> they don't come pick you up. It's not like you had a black car to show you know, up and say, hey, all those miles, but yeah. whatever. Yeah. So God protected me. So, and like back, like to that lady, you have to reframe, you know, what you're doing in mm-hmm. light of, you know, what's transpiring. Had you known all these things ahead of time, you may not have been a, stepped out and gone to Romania if you knew. No. So sometimes no. that, that uh, you know, ignorance you, is yeah, bliss. Well, yeah, ignorance <laughs> is bliss, as they say. But each step, you learn to trust, right? That's right. Right. So we know that you know if we're stepping out in small steps, we're not saying we didn't go from, oh, we're going to go to Romania to we should show up the next day. Each time, and we've shown, we've talked about this in the last three Being four faithful. episodes. Mm-hmm. We just be faithful and do one thing, the next mm-hmm. thing, the next thing. Yeah. And God keeps leading, even though dangerous stuff or scary stuff happens. The, the faith part is believing that God got you there. So God's going to protect you while you're there. Yes, it made sense to or me. Or at least direct you. That, yeah, you that know, he arguably. would be with me and direct me and he'd help me. It doesn't necessarily mean that trouble's not going to be yeah. around the corner. Exactly. Because especially when you stick your head up, the enemy says, Oh, now I've got to pay attention to you because <laughs> yeah. you're doing something. Exactly. Right. Before, we, yeah, when you're not doing anything, what you're, you're, you're passive, not threat. What threat are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're so, you know, stepping out and you know doing what you believe God has called you to do, you know, right? Like what you did with uh, going to the embassy and with uh, the story you related to about the police or group showing up. Mm-hmm. You know, they themselves were. You know, I remember you telling me that they, you just sat there, and they just looked at you. And they searched the place, and then they left and just looked at you. Yeah, and you didn't pretty do much. No, I. No. Well, it's because you were Frozen. afraid. But that's okay. That <laughs> yeah. was the wise thing to do. Yeah, stand right? there, like keep your hands on the chair well, arms, they can see and them. don't move. Right, because if you'd have done anything different, start causing trouble, you might find yourself in bigger trouble. Yes, we were told before we left that if you do get arrested. Um, American Embassy wasn't going to do anything. Yeah. Well, what can you break their laws? You're you're going to be subject to their rules. Yeah, and their prisons are underground. Yes. And yeah, at least I the ones we that. saw. Yeah, the one I saw anyway, it had a uh, mm-hmm. roof on it about twenty feet above ground. And the rest was all underground. Underground. And everybody has to bring you food. Yeah, your family. Yeah, or supplies or whatever. So yeah, the supplies. We tried to stay away from there. Yeah, I was not eager to. Well, go I remember they and drove by that. one and said, "We can't I stop." No. You can't stop and look. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> or they might take no, you No, thank here. you. Yes. <laughs> uh, so in wrapping this up, you know, one thing we want to close it with is this Hebrews 11, verse 6. And between one and verse 1 and verse 6, it talks about the, the, the faith, the faith people. and people of faith. Mm-hmm. And they says, and without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Yes. Take those baby steps. Yes. The reward is growing closer to him, mm-hmm. learning how he interacts with you. And like we've said over the last several episodes, fine-tuning through prayer how he speaks to you so that you can see what he wants you to do each step of the way. Well, that's a wrap. Thanks for joining and sticking with us today. Please subscribe to Karen's Rockpile Podcast. We're on most podcast sites, Spotify, Podbean, Apple, Google, Samsung. Also, our website and spotlighted organization are in the podcast description. Please share it with your friends, family, or anyone you know. Join us next week. Until then, stand firm. Be the light. 
and most importantly, pray. Blessings.